deal. Let me get my PowerPoint spun up here. And let's see. Hope everybody had a great weekend. All right, we are good to go. So yeah, everybody had a great weekend and uh, always good to start uh, Mondays with everybody. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, so today will be uh, part three, the final part of what we're talking about uh, with intuition and you know, kind of, a, uh, kind of an introductory view of it. And uh, we'll spend the first few slides just kind of summarizing uh, you know, what, uh, what we've been talking about. First of all, uh, we, we talked last week about maybe writing down some experiences that we've had and uh, that were intuitive in nature. And, and so uh, maybe if you wouldn't mind sharing, if you'd like, uh, you can put them into the chat uh, while we're going through the presentation and then, um, and then we will, we'll have time uh, to talk about them. And I'll share uh, two that I had actually uh, over the weekend. And um, it'll be kind of fun to get into that. And then obviously feel free to chat in other questions and observations. You know, when we, we chat that and share those observations um, that we have, they're really powerful, right? Because if you've got questions, other people have questions. So we'll, uh, we'll get into our experiences in just a little bit. So just kind of a, in a summary, right? Uh, what does it mean to have intuition? In intuition is the ability to understand or know something without needing to think about it. Uh, or reason to discover it. And it, uh, your intuition is the information that comes to us, uh, you know, right before, I always, I always refer to it as before wishful thinking and our socialized reasoning takes over. In other words, that's kind of code for, uh, it's before the brain kicks in, right? And if you remember, we've, we've talked a little bit about the purpose of the brain, right? The purpose of the brain is so that we don't bump into things. Um, and we can kind of, you know, figure out how to, make things work, you know, using your cell phone, drive the car, uh, all that type of stuff. Now, what's, uh, when we start talking about intuition, we also start talking about our sub mind. Our subconscious mind works a lot, it really works like radar, right? And it sweeps around looking for bits of information. And um, our conscious mind, uh, really only uh, operates at about the nearest science can tell, right? So, the, so you know, science is always changing, but the science, the way we know it today, is is that you know our subconscious mind uh, drives about ninety five percent of our information, and our conscious mind only drives about five percent. And you know, there's a lot of statistics in these slides. Um, you know, again, science is changing all the time because the technology and how things can be measured is changing. So I always take, a, take some of this with a little bit of a grain of salt, but you get kind of the flavor of it, right? Is that um, our unconscious mind is picking up all sorts of information and it's just kind of cataloging. And um, because our conscious mind can only process uh, so much. And, and so the, the, the processing rate for our conscious mind is, is much, much slower than what our subconscious mind can, can process. And, uh, you know, it's scanning of a room, it's, you know, picking up on people's body language, it's, uh, you know, remembering past experiences, comparing past experiences to one another, you know, all those types of things. And that's what our subconscious mind's doing all the time. It's always working. It also, uh, just kind of parenthetically, it also runs our personal programming. 
So if we think we can do something, then subconsciously, we are naturally more competent and confident about it. And that works its way into our conscious mind. The inverse is true. If we are not uh, confident or we have a belief system that doesn't support something that we want to do, that also works its way into our conscious mind, which then affects our ability to do it. So, you know, our subconscious, which is probably something we could get into uh, maybe in another uh, another month on Monday, uh, that would probably have to be a couple series, a couple part series as well, is, is, is really fascinating. Um, but it's constantly looking for information and it's cataloging and it's constantly building, you know, think about it as like your computer bank. Now, it's also picking up non-local information. And, um, you know, this, this can kind of get put into the kind of the woo-woo category, um, you know, or, um, you know, maybe a little esoteric category. However, um, it is uh, now proven that, that information exists uh, kind of outside of time and space. And we talked about entanglement last week and, um, and you know, locality and non-locality. And, and so I, I just put in a paragraph here for you. This is just out of Wikipedia. Entanglement is basically a process where you can take two particles. Um, and of course, this is in a laboratory and they separate the particles. And what they do in one, and, and they separate them, you know, like they'll, they'll do this at CERN, at the CERN laboratory um, in, in uh, Switzerland, right? They'll, they'll take these particles and they'll separate them, you know, so they're, they're significant distances from each other, not, not just the other side of the room, right? I think the circumference of the CERN collider, I think is 17 miles. And, and whatever, whatever happens to those particles, so they'll take a particle, an atom, they'll split it and they'll send them in two different directions. Whatever happens to one happens to other, to the other, and it happens simultaneously. So there is this quantum entanglement that you know once things are connected, uh, they stay connected, and that and that includes people, right? You've heard about like twins, um, where you know you can get you know and one's in California, let's say one lives in Maine. And, and, you know, they're kind of always keeping in contact with each other, you know, kind of uh, knowingly or not, right? And that, that's entanglement. Or we have relationships with people, places, uh, and events, right? And uh, we're always kind of part of those. And, and so, um, you know, the subconscious is picking up all that information. It's picking up kind of the, the physical information, the local information, the non-local information. And it's really sweeping like, it's really sweeping like a radar and all of that kind of acts as like a funnel, all that information gets funneled into uh, your subconscious, which then allows you to basically develop your intuition. So your intuition might not necessarily be, you know, because, um, well, you know, you know, it's funny, right? Mother's intuition, uh, like you always know, right? If there's something, you know, if there's something wrong. I was with my grandson this week and he's And, um, uh, you know, great kid, his dad just got deployed to Kuwait, you know, and so he's kind of quiet in the car. And, you know, and I just knew, I knew what it was. He didn't need to tell me, you know, and, um, and so, right, so we all have that. And that's all part of our intuition. That's all part of local and non-local information, how it comes to us. And you can kind of, uh, you know, kind of sort it out, right? Um, and I think that, um, 
one of the most important things is belief. And we'll talk about that as we wrap this up in the last page, last uh, slide. I've got um, you know, seven, or, seven or eight different methods for you to use to develop your intuition. So um, experiences that we've had in the past week, um, I will go, I will be brave and I will volunteer my, my experiences and then we'll check our, our chat, see if anybody's chatted in some of theirs. So I had two. Now, what I'm gonna is kind of once you get the rhythm around this, I had a I had a really hard time at the beginning of the week after after last Monday after I said well let's let's um, let's uh, keep our keep our experiences and compare notes because it happens all the time. It, it, once you get into rhythm around it, it's just kind of partially how you just run your life. And um, so I had two this weekend though that um, that kind of made me chuckle. So um, one was on Friday where I'm gonna kind of uh, sanitize this a little bit. I don't wanna get into names and all that. But I was talking to uh, Amanda at the home office and I asked her about uh, a specific thing in an office, one of our offices. And uh, she kind of stared at me for a minute and she said, well, now that you asked, this just happened, right? And, um, but somewhere that morning before I went, before I was talking to her, I was, you know, I was in there like, you know what, I'm going to inquire about this thing in this office. Um, it just came to me. Now, now it would have been really easy to just uh, dismiss it because no one sent me an email. No one sent me a text. I didn't get a phone call. You know, I had no empirical information that I should look in on this particular situation, um, except that it came to me and I did. And Amanda and I had this conversation and she's like, well, yes, um, there is a thing that we need to work on. Then um, next, I was going into a store uh, over the weekend, and um, the person, and as, as, I'm, as I was walking into the store, it was on Saturday, so it was pretty nice out, and I didn't have a coat on. And as I was walking into the store, I was thinking to myself, wow, last time I was in the store, it was winter, it was cold, I had, you know, and I had a coat on. You know, I was kind of uh, happy that I didn't have a coat on because it was so nice out. And I walk in store and the person reads and says, hey, last time I saw you was winter, you had a coat on. So now you could take both of those circumstances. You could just say, um, you know, it's coincidence, right? But there really isn't any such thing as coincidence. And I, and I think once we kind of accept that, that there isn't such thing as coincidence, uh, then it, it makes it a lot easier to build a, a foundation of being able to listen. And that's, we're going to talk about that, uh, about the listening piece uh, next. So um, before we get into that, has anybody uh, chatted in anything? Yeah, Allie, great. Per you know what? That's the quintessence of these examples. I thought of a person randomly and she called me uh, within the same minute. That, that's, that is the... Okay, of intuition or even precognition, but we'll just say intuition for these discussions. Um, yeah, Linda happens happens to me often. Yeah, yeah, and you know these are not. Um, if we can understand them as they don't need to be monumental events, you know, like I'm walking into a store now, and and 
and, and literally within five seconds, there was an exchange in my mind that became an exchange in the mind of the person who, who greeted me. You know, I feel so good. Last time I walked into the store, I had a coat on. Hey, hey, good to see you. Last time you were here, it was colder out. You had a coat on, right? All happened like in five seconds. And that's kind of that non-local information, right? And um, so it's important to look at it at the circ at, at 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 the information as it comes to you, uh, and not judge not judge later, right? It could be completely innocuous or it could be kind of important. But either way, if you um, either either way, if you accept it as important information, all right. Um, then you'll get more of it all the time. You know, coming from an athletic background, and those of you either played or coached, you know, or, or with your kids, right? You know, um, always stuck with me, and, and I, I use it, I've used it my whole life, really, is that you, you play how you practice. If you practice well, you play well. If you don't practice well, you don't play well, right? You just don't show up on game day and, and put in a great performance without putting the effort in uh, before that, okay? Um, yeah, look, just uh, real quick here, just read Lucian's comments. Um, yeah, he has a client, um, you know, and uh, Lucian had a question, and the next day, uh, he, he, he warning, yes, yeah, you know, there's, uh, it, you know, the kind of the mystery of these things is what's kind of fun about it, right? You know, I don't know if we're, you know, science, science is always chasing nature in a lot of ways. So, you know, who knows if we'll ever figure out how all this works, but we do know it's a thing and we do know it works. And that's kind of the fun part about it, right? Um, so how do we develop our intuition, you know, more than what we currently have, right? Well, first is if you look, you know, first item I have on here is just belief. Like you have to believe, right? If, if you uh, believe that it's just kind of random and you know, none of it's connected, then, then as things happen, either you won't be paying attention or it won't make sense. So you have to kind of believe. And you can do your own research on it. You can just go on the internet and just Google intuition or Google precognition, right? Any of those types of things. And, and you'll, see the, you'll see that there is hard science. Um, and uh, you know, even people like Einstein, who right, who's a hard science guy, you know, quantum mechanics and uh, quantum entanglement, which what we're talking about, you know, he didn't like it. Like he 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 said it existed, but he didn't like it because it wasn't definable. Uh, but you can get all sorts of great information. So so you know, don't don't take it from somebody like me. Go go do your own research. Go read about it and all that, and you'll find out um, you'll find out more about it on your own. There's some good books out there too. Um, matter of fact, I'll give you a title of a book when we're done. Um, you know, the next is to be open to receiving. Okay. Uh, once you open up to anything, um, then you're going to get more of it. Okay. It's hard to attract things and it's hard to be open to things. And it's hard to bring things to you if you're closed, right? So you have to be open to it. Um, and next is as you're getting information in, It's really critical to be non-judgmental. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have preferences. That doesn't mean that I would prefer better information, okay? Um, uh, however, uh, ignorance is not bliss. So you're always better off knowing what's going on, 
And this is just another data point, right? The whole intuition process is another data point to, to, to bring information to you. And it's easier to work with if you work with it without judgment, right? Then you deal with it, okay? But when things come to you and you judge it, you know, then you've already almost predetermined the outcome, right? You know, this is bad. Oh, okay, well, this is bad. Then, um, then I've got to, you know, then, then there can only be bad outcomes. There can't be good outcomes, right? So accept the information without judgment. Uh, next is listen. Do not dismiss the information you receive. And, and I think we we're talking about this. There are coincidences, okay? Now, you might get information that is completely inconsequential to maybe some little project you're working on that only you or only you know you're working on it. Or um, it could be completely inconsequential, um, um, you know, but to, to, um, to a broader perspective. But all information is important, okay? It goes back to, um, you know, you play how you practice, right? Um, and understanding that there is no coincidence. And if you're good at receiving um, little information, you'll be just as good at receiving big information, okay, as it comes to you. Now, next, I think is a little more difficult, and it's discern between your thoughts and the information you receive from listening to your intu intuition. So that, that, that's a little difficult, um, admittedly. And, and so, you know, our thoughts are the things that we kind of conjure up or, or our or thinking, right? Um, you know, and, and so you, you have to kind of put those aside for a little bit and kind of understand, you know, what's something I'm conjuring or what's something I'm socially told, you know, I've in a social construct, um, you know, I'm supposed to either be anticipating or wishing for versus just the raw listening of the information, you know, the raw, raw listening for the information, all right? And, and I think if you can uh, have a little bit of awareness of this, like we're talking about, if you have some awareness, then you'll start to develop a rhythm around it, okay? Where, oh, wait a minute, that's a thought, this is information. Those are two different things. A thought is not information, okay? This is a thought, I'm conjuring this, I'm making this up, it's a preference, it's a socialized, um, it's a socialized form of, of thinking, okay? Oh, wait a minute. This is real information. This is new information I'm getting. And, and so, you know, try to discern between the two, right? Discern between uh, thought and intuition because they're, they're, because they're not the same. Um, uh, you know, treat all informational experiences, be they large or small, the same, okay? So again, goes right back to what we talked about. You, 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 you play how you practice, okay? You're going to get... You're going to get uh, pings, okay? You know, I, I kind of refer to them more as intuitive hits. You're going to get an intuitive hit on small stuff, and you're going to get it on big stuff, but you treat them all the same, okay? You don't dismiss the small stuff just waiting for the big stuff, all right? Because if you do that, you're not going to get the big stuff either because you're not going to train your brain. You're not going to train yourself to listen for the information as it comes in, right? This is all about, this is all about training. Right, you're really training yourself um, to develop a new skill. Then, lastly, um, you know, make uh, registering the intuitive hits part of your daily life. And if you do that, um, you know, like we all jump into our cars nowadays, and if we got to go out of town and we don't really know where we're going, right? We just 
punch it into our NAND system and off we go. We don't really think much of it. And this is kind of the same thing. You know, you, 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 you can't close your eyes and run your life with it. However, it can become a very significant part of your uh, very significant navigation tool for your day-to-day -day life. And that's all part of kind of embracing it. And it's all part of, of kind of understanding that there are no coincidences and that this is a thing, as people like to say nowadays. I didn't know that was a thing. Yep, nope, this is a thing. And, um, and uh, you know, just working with it every day and like everything else, right? It's like any other muscle you exercise and become stronger. Uh, any skill you practice, you become better. Things that if you keep working on it, uh, you'll get better at it. So uh, let's see what we've got for other comments. Uh, Jody, law of attraction is the ability to attract uh, into our lives, whatever we're focusing on. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, very good. So any other chats that people would like to bring in? Any, any uh, circumstances? I've got one more from Lucian. Right, don't judge. Yeah, judgment, you know, judgment, judgment's a funny, judgment's a funny thing. Thanks for sharing that, Lucian. Jud judgment's a really funny thing. You know, when, when we take in information um, and we judge it, um, and I'm going to do the inverse of this. I'm going to say, so we take in a piece of information. That's amazing. Let's go do that. Then all of a sudden, here's what happens though. Well, maybe you're not taking a look at, you know, doing a 360 degree turn and look your view and looking at, you know, well, if you, if you race off and go do this, you know, it might be one of these things that, that it's like fun till it's not. So you have to kind of understand what's the corresponding, you know, aspect to it. But if you, and, and uh, you know, what's, what's a, maybe a corresponding thread or a corresponding downside or something like that. And the inverse is true, right? Oh my God, this is terrible. Well, maybe not. You don't know that. So let's take in the information and let's not be judgmental about it. When we judge, there's a very narrow, if any, uh, path. When we work out of judgment, you have almost infinite opportunity. So thanks for sharing that, Lucian. That was great. So, all right. Well, this was the. Uh, 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 this was a lot of fun. And um, I think next week we're going to do uh, just a quick, quick thing about change because we're, we're really moving through a period, right? We're going to be post pandemic and um, you know, uh, you know, most people now are getting their shots and you can see things starting to open up. So we'll talk, I think a little bit about, um, uh, we'll talk a little bit about change. Yeah. And Allie, uh, Allie just reminded me about a book title about intuition. So let me just give this to you right now. It's called Intuition Training. And it's and the author is Fred Dodson, D-O-D-S-O-N. I and I usually do um, I usually do uh, audiobooks. Fred Dawson, Dodson, D-O-D-S-O-N. You know, I've had this, uh, I've had this for uh, four or five years now. It's an audiobook. I usually do mostly audiobooks because of my driving schedule. I can listen to them at work and stuff. So, 
Alrighty, well, great to be with everybody. And uh, thank you for your time. And I'll look forward to seeing everybody uh, next week. Take care. Thank you. Have a great week.